Hey guys, Trigger here. I'm here to talk to you about a company called Stain Metal 666 that's based out of Mexico. Um, they're really involved in the metal music scene. Uh, I don't know if y'all know this about me, but I really do love listening to rock and metal music. Uh, been that way for a long time. I'm into a lot of bands. Uh, one of the bands I currently started listening to a lot is Ginger, and they've worked closely with them on promoting their shirts and their hats and everything they have to offer with this business. So I'm here to give them a shout out because I just ordered from them recently and they definitely have a positive message of loving music and loving metal music and staying together as a community through metal music. So definitely, definitely a good company to be a part of, and they're looking for support. Um, I'm going to link their Facebook page in the, in, the, in the podcast part of it, so y'all can definitely check them out. Uh, the link will be in the description, and uh, yeah, just give them a chance. Uh, Luis is a hard worker, and he'll work with you to get whatever product you need from them shipped worldwide. And uh, it's definitely worth the wait. They're amazing products. I am waiting to get mine in this week and I'll definitely be supporting and wearing it. So yeah, definitely check them out and uh, take it easy and stay metal. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wrestling Has Lost Its Way. And if you're watching on Twitch, welcome to Wrestle Lost. Uh, a little bit of news and not a lot to go through, but to get it going, here's John. All right. <clears throat> like like he said, there wasn't a lot this week, but we'll, we'll go ahead and cover some stuff anyway. Uh, last week on Twitter, Hacksaw Jim Duggan revealed that he's cancer-free. So that's that's good news that the, his prostate cancer would they were able to to detain the cancer just to his prostate and it, it was removed so he's clear so that's good good to hear that uh, I, I think uh, last week uh, we were we were wondering you know if, when Lacey Evans had her has her baby. Or has had a baby. Turned out she had it six weeks ago. Yeah. How did that fly under the radar is what I want to know. Because <laughs> seeing as WWE has a lot going on right now, I think that's what probably happened. <laughs> so much is being talked about over there that's negative that yeah. Lacey Evan didn't get her news but- I, but I don't know if you've seen her pictures. In, in just six weeks, she's she's already gotten back in shape. She's already lost the weight, and she's she's 
looks like she's ready to come back anytime soon. Well, they kind of need her, so yeah, yeah. She's a former Marine, so she has worth that worth Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She needs to hurry up. <laughs> well, she WWE needs to hurry up. She's ready. There, uh, there's conflicting reports on whether Jeff Hardy was actually under the influence that that night of the uh, the house show right before they they released him. Uh, I, I know uh, Matt Matt has said that the the reason that he he didn't want uh, help because he he felt that he didn't need help. That uh, he he said uh, he thinks. WWE jumped the gun on, on his his release before uh, you know before they they got results back from the from the drug test that they gave him that night uh, and and now the, the young bucks are now teasing Jeff Hardy coming to AEW too so. Uh, but you know, like I said last week, he has a ninety-day no-compete clause, so he can't be there until March anyway. So we'll just have to wait and see. You know, maybe he just got a concussion or something, made him act that way. <laughs> Could have been. I mean, anything. Those. Yeah. I don't know. It's a little weird because of how everything happened and how he was doing. A meet and greet and live a live show with his original music not far after. So yeah, who knows what the hell all was going on over there, but good for him for so my busy and so, doing something. So my conspiracy theory is still valid. <laughs> what's what's that? We will see. He does it to get out of his contract. Oh, oh, you, no, no, that's actually already been, been debunked. He didn't do it to get out of his contract, <laughs> even though we we would have wanted him to get out of his contract, but <laughs> because we all want to see our one last Hardy Boys run in AEW. Damn right, we do. There are. Right now, there are um, several wrestlers out there in the free agent market. You have uh, all the the releases from this year, or most of them anyway. You have uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Gargana, whose uh, his contracts expired and are as their their debuts are probably imminent to AEW. You have all the Ring of Honor stars who were released uh, and uh, probably won't go back to the company until, well, they can't until April when the hiatus is over, if that if that does happen. But one of the, the wrestlers that AEW spent no, no time, wasted no time in signing was Brody King. Uh, mm-hmm. As soon as they found out ROH was going on hiatus and releasing the talent, they they got on it. And Brody King has actually been hasn't been made official by AEW, but Brody King's been signed since Thanksgiving weekend. 
And, you know, a lot of people are speculating that was him that was in the Brody, no, in the Malachi Black video this week. Uh, and, of course, a lot of people don't know this, but Brody King and Malachi Black right now are the current PWG Tag Team Champions. So there's something there. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that they've been best friends for a long time. Yeah. So, it just makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Everything is there for this to happen. I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner, but with this character he has going on and bringing in people to be <laughs> with him, this only makes sense. So, not, not only that, also, they wanted to wait until after Ring of Honor Final Battle which was last weekend, segue. <laughs> uh, we got, there, there were a couple of surprises at Final Battle. Uh, there was uh, a, a match for the tag title between ODK and the Briscoes, which the Briscoes ended up winning their, their 12th, uh, 12th Ring of Honor tag, tag Championship. They've been with the company since, since they first started. When they first started, one of, one of the uh, Briscoes was, he was still too young to wrestle. He was like 17. So he just had to, he, he just had to stay in the background for a little bit. But that's how long they've been with the promotion. But at the end of the match, we got a surprise. They got a surprise attack from FTR. And since then, uh, the Briscoes have released a, the Twitter video vowing revenge. So there's speculation there that we might also get the Briscoes signing to AEW as well. Which uh, Tony Khan has said that the next four weeks of TV, including Winter is Coming, which we'll get to, uh, you can expect several surprises because they have they had winners coming next week they have the holiday bash on Wednesday Dynamite and that continues on Christmas Day uh, on Rampage since Christmas Eve is on, is on Friday they're moving Rampage to Saturday then you have the last Dynamite on TNT on the 29th the first Dynamite on TBS on January 5th, and then Battle of the Belts on January 8th. So you, there's several several shows that we could expect to have surprises coming. But we got the biggest surprise of them all. You know what I'm talking about. Well, anyway, back to Final Battle. <laughs> I wasn't done yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh the the main event was between Jonathan Grisham and uh, Jake Lethal for the for the Ring of Honor title. Uh, I had mentioned last week that Bandito had to pull out because of COVID, so Jake Lethal took his place. After after the match, we saw we saw wrestlers come in from a new a new faction. Which these include EC3, uh, Weston Blake, which is the former Wesley Blake, um, and 
Adam Shear, the former Braun Strowman. And there's also going to be a fourth member to this group. And that's, uh, oh, I'm going to call him Killer Cross. The, the former carrying cross. This this is going to be a, a a faction to to look out for. Whatever promotion they end up in, just just imagine a tag team with uh, with uh, Braun Strowman and Carrying Cross. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would be able to beat that. They wouldn't have to stay strong for a long time, but hell yeah, man. Whatever they got in store, I'm here for it because when I saw Adam that he showed up fucking looking like an even bigger monster, even though he lost weight, got cut. Yeah, cut cut the beard down. Yeah. Yeah. He's looking great, man. So yeah. I'm expecting really great things from him wherever he goes. Yeah, definitely. And speaking of haircuts, whenever Elias makes his his return, uh, there have been reports that he's been backstage with a shaved head and a shaved face. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't either. It's gonna be weird. You get like, a name change too. I don't know. Probably not. Remember, he said Elias is dead. True. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine imagine if Bray Wyatt shaped his beard. Shut your mouth. Husky Harris. <laughs> Husky, yes, yes, <laughs> you have Husky Harris. Okay, all right. All right, now for the discussion point of the week. And I don't know how, how is it even now to feel about this news. Uh, earlier this week, uh, Kevin Owens re-signed with WWE. His contract was supposed to be up January thirty first, but now it's not. It's gonna, not going to be up until January thirty first, twenty twenty five. He signed a new three year deal between two and three million dollars a year. So, uh, like I said, I'm conflicted because the wrestling fan in me didn't want him re-signing with WWE because we know he could do a lot better. He's got a lot of friends over in AEW. He's got a story storyline waiting for him. He can rejoin Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. He can, there's just a lot that he can do. But the other side, you know, I mean, says that, and just like Kevin said, he did he did it for his family. He did what's what's best for his family, and and actually, uh, AEW wasn't going to be able to match what WWE was going giving him. So, and and uh, now that Kevin signed, there's speculation that Sami Zayn's also also resigned, which is why you're seeing Sami Zayn more on TV lately, which 
Same thing that happened to Cesaro when he got signed when he resigned during the summer. He was on TV more. Uh, so yeah, when uh, what do you think? Okay, <laughs> first of all, everybody can't go to AW. I'm sorry, you just can't. <laughs> and WWE let go enough people as it is. They need all the free times they can get. <laughs> I know we all want to see him over there, but. I don't know. They can't sign everybody, like I said. <laughs> no, but then also, we also know that just because you resign a contract with WWE, that doesn't that don't care. mean you're going to be around right. to, to fulfill the contract. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at B-Fab. She signed a new contract, and then next week she was gone. So Vince might change his mind next week. We'll see. Well, uh, let's, let's <laughs> not hope that. Uh, um, I, 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 well, I'm, as much money as this contract is, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, look at all the, all the big name wrestlers that have, have uh, escaped the, the releases like uh, AJ Styles and Randy Orton and Roman Reigns, you know, the bigger stars, you know, unless, unless it's, things are really bad, they're not going to get released. Yeah, I they said, did release. I, their I say top that merch but... guy. They did release their top merch guy here. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. July. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> yeah, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Down that route again. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, nothing's safe with them because they released one of their bigger stars with Braun. They released the Fiend, who's their top merch guy, and one of their fans most love so yeah just because they signed a big contract and the fans like them don't mean nothing to Vince he don't care yeah they're, they're, <laughs> it's, it's just money to him he ain't, it's not like he ain't got plenty of it <laughs> yeah alright so he, here's my thoughts on it so he is signed to a multi-year contract like Johnny said, two to three million per year. That's a nice little chunk of change. <laughs> we all like that chunk of change. Yeah, I'll sure. take that <laughs> chunk. But yes, no one is safe. A lot of even a lot of the big names haven't been safe. Some have escaped it, but that's just because. WWE needs people around. But if this contract goes as planned and every year he signed up for, he completes the contract, cool. Good for him. I understand why he did it. It's for his family. And he will be on TV. He might not be doing the most exciting things every week, but he will get a push here and there for a little bit. So, as a professional standpoint, and for his family, I understand why he did it. Yeah. But, if it doesn't go as planned, and he does get fired due to budget cuts, because... It is two to three million a year. 
I don't think it's worth it because your job is not secure right now. A lot of people are saying, because, cool, he did it for his family. He did it for the money. And that part I understand, like I said. But if it doesn't work out, if he does get let go, he might as well have found a contract somewhere else, even if it is for less money, but it's a secure job. I know you said not everybody can go to AEW. And yeah, not everybody can go to AEW. But AEW was interested in Kevin Owens. Yep. So maybe that was the move. Who knows? The only thing we know for sure is the move he made. And if it works out, if he makes it all those years, cool. You did the right moves. But if he gets cut six months to a year down the line from now, I think it wasn't worth it. Because yeah. now you're going to have to go somewhere else and who knows what kind of contract they're going to offer you. AEW will offer you a decent contract. You know that for sure. It might not be the 2 to $3 million that WWE gave, but it's a steady job. I don't know. Yeah, and, and, and plus in, in AEW, AEW, there's there it's a better work environment. There's less travel you have to do. There's less dates you have to you have to perform at. You know, yeah. you don't have to be on the road three hundred days a year. Yeah. I mean, either way you look at it, there's pros and cons to every choice he would have made. I, I just hope it works out for him because he's doing it for his family. I hope they don't back out and release him because you know that's in the back of all their minds now. Yeah. Whoever is with WWE, no one is safe. We've said that many times. So... I, I just hope it works out for him because it's it's him doing it for his family. So I understand. If it works out, good for him. If it doesn't, it's it's a big mistake. I personally think it wasn't the right choice because it's not a secure job. Always, I'm not going to say always, but Less money, more secure job is what I would go with. Because the AEW money was going to be pretty good, too. Yeah. So that's just what I think. But I understand his reasoning. I'm not going to hate him for it. That's his personal choice. I just hope it doesn't backfire. Yeah, and that's really all I think about it that so one of the last things I want to bring up since Bray has already been brought up I read something today that <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it it's just a rumor it's nothing it's nothing sure yet but 
WWE has realized their mistake from what I'm hearing. And the rumor is that they want Bray Wyatt back. <laughs> of course. They just they... released new Fern Mer- Fiend merchandise on the curb. <laughs> My advice here is don't fucking do it. But, but remember, there was also that, that rumor that that uh, they they were trying to get Braun back as well. Yeah. yeah. I, I hope it isn't true because they're just not going to treat you right. And with the creative freedom that he loves and the characters that he likes to put out there, it's just not going to work again. You know, he's just going to be unhappy. So... Yeah, that's just one of the things I heard today, and it, it broke me a little bit. I might have reached a little bit when I read it, but I really hope it's not true. So, yeah, that was it for the news. Uh, Kevin Owens, we wish you the best, but some of us here think this wasn't the right move, but we will see how it works out. So... Now that we got the news out there, we're going to go ahead and go into Winter is Coming. And I'm going to go ahead and get Chani's favorite moment of the night. (laughs) Well, of course, my favorite moment of the night is the the part part that took up half the show. (laughs) (laughs) That was the... uh, the AEW world title match between Brian Danielson and Hangman Adam Page, which started off the show. And it had a 60-minute time limit, which, like all, all uh, AEW title matches have. And they went the distance. This is only the second match in AEW to go all 60 minutes, but the first the first one to in in a time later draw. The other one was the Iron Man match, uh, but yeah, man, this was a this was a great match. Had everyone on, and we, you know, like we said before, we were out there. This wow. had everyone on the edge of their seats for the entire hour, just going <laughs> back and back and forth. Uh, you there were many spots where where Brian could have could have taken advantage and and try and get the win, but he 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 played a lot to the crowd uh, th- throughout the match. There was one point when he started doing the he started putting his hands up in the air doing the yes chance, and then and then he just gave everyone the the Stone Cold salute. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was there was that that there was some some high high spots. Uh, I know uh, Adam Page gave Brian Danielson both a tombstone uh, and a Death Valley driver, <laughs> and and we were like, wait a minute when. <laughs> Because he's he dropped him on his head. He's had he's had head injuries before. Yeah, that that part was a little scary. Yeah, <laughs> but you know they're careful. 
Hangman, yeah. I trust him. And Brian trusts him as well. So, and and yeah. also just the, the psychology of 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 the the two, you know, trying to psych each other out throughout throughout the whole match, uh, using using various uh, submission holes and and countering the submission holes. There was a, a spot where they exchanged roll ups, you know, one after the other. Uh, and we got down to the minute mark, and Hangman was finally able to get the buckshot lariat, but he took a, a few seconds too long. After he hit the buckshot right when he was going to go for the pin, bell rang, time expired, and this match ends in, in a draw. And we booed. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Chanted for five more minutes. I yeah. heard, after that, they gave us an hour. <laughs> I heard. Yes. I heard some five minutes. I heard some people chanting twenty minutes. Like, come on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to address the booing uh-huh. because, as e- even while we were there, I mean, the internet service was crappy, so it took a little bit for messages to come in. But I did start seeing some messages about why is the crowd booing when this match was so damn good? Well, they were booing not because of the match quality. They were booing because we didn't get a decisive winner. Yeah. And, like but, I said when it happened, a mm-hmm. draw is a WWE move, damn it. <laughs> no, no, that, no, because Vince... Vince doesn't believe in time limits for his matches. Uh, 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 WWE draws are double countouts, double disqualifications. You know, not. I can't remember a, a time when there was a time limit draw in WWE. I mean, besides maybe whenever they've had 60 minute matches, which. Iron Man matches. Yeah. Which aren't that often. Yeah, that's really the only time. And yeah, we we weren't booing the match. The match was great. It's a five star match. Yep. Candidate for match of the year, even though it is at the end of the year when it happens. When when a lot of people have already turned in their 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 ballots for for matches us here <laughs> yeah yeah it this the booing was nothing on brian danielson or hangman it was nothing on the match it was the result of the match we wanted a clear winner but as time passed i understand the decision because this is the first time they've wrestled each other so we're going to get another match. It's how do you do a better match in less time? Because they're not going to go an hour again. Yeah. I mean, and, and I see why they, why they did it this time. Because uh, on one hand, you don't want Adam Page losing the title. Because he just won it last month. On the yeah. other hand, you still aren't ready to give Brian Danielson his first loss in AEW. Yeah, 
So they had to find a way around that that didn't didn't end up in a screwy WWE finish. Yeah. And this protected both of them. And I would say it, it even elevated Hangman even more because he's not known as the stamina guy to go a whole hour long match. <laughs> Never done it before. A lot of them have. He's one of the ones that hasn't. Right, because you saw a lot of times during the match, he was going out drinking water, he's uh, being checked constantly by the doctors. You know, yeah. Making, on Brian Danielson, on the, on the other hand, his he, he's got he has crazy cardio, and remember, he, he's he's uh, the guy that lasted the longest in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, and the greatest Royal Rumble, and that was more than six sixty minutes. Uh, yeah. But I mean, and even though he was laid out at the end, he still, he still looked like he he could go in another thirty minutes. Brian Danielson's a beast. Yeah, and no Can one else tell me otherwise. <laughs> yeah, man, this this match was truly truly amazing to watch live, and so. <laughs> It took everything out of us during that first hour. Yeah. It took a lot out of that whole crowd. Yeah. But we weren't going to let that stop us. We were still loud. It did not matter. Just an amazing night altogether. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to, like I've said before, I've, I found the. Uh, way to I'm I'm gonna utilize my VPN and I'm gonna get that that AEW plus uh, uh subscription from Fight which is like five dollars a month because on there you can you can watch the shows shows without commercials and you can also go back and watch previous shows so um I'm gonna get, I want to go back and watch this without commercials because I, I I saw it with the commercials and it it kind of takes you out of it for a few minutes but it, you know, it'd be it'd be nice not to have those interruptions. Yeah, it would be nice, and I might have to do that as well because I want to see what goes on the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, man! Fucking amazing match. I am glad we got to be there for it. We were lucky enough that they did this show here in Garland. And as soon as we saw it, we jumped on tickets and everything. So yeah, they killed it. But I want to say though, well, first of all, when when do you think this the next match will be? Do you think it'll be at Battle of the Belts in January, or do you think they would even wait as long as uh, as uh, Revolution, which is going to be the first week in March? <sighs> I think they have to wait for Revolution because this Ooh, first match was televised. I think they have to do the Battle of the Belt. Yeah, the Battle so. of the Belts. They have to defend the belt, right? And but I don't then, know if and, it's going to be. But I don't know if it's going to be Daniel. It could be somebody else and bring Daniel back for Revolution. Yeah, but that's possible. I mean, I mean, you could have a have a, have a filler, you know, filler feud, at, yeah. and then come back to Danielson at at Revolution. Have Daniel fight his way back to the top or something, or not to the top since he's ranked number one. But 
have Adam say, hey, you had your chance. You couldn't beat him. Because, <laughs> you know, after uh... – you know, after CM Punk finishes with MJF, he's going to go after the title as well. Yeah. I think it would be smart to have something in between. Not that we need a palate cleanser because this was fucking badass. So if we were to get it at Battle of the Belts, like, that's cool with me. That would be awesome. But I think it would make it feel more special to have something in between and save it for revolution because it would need a special stipulation. Right. Not just do another like lack of time limit on there. It needs something else. It can't just be a regular match anymore. What that something is, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you have <laughs> Punk at Battle of the Belts. They have a draw. Then you have a three-way at Revolution. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It needs to be its own thing. Normally, I'm all down for watching a three-way. Uh, hey, hey, no. Let me rephrase that. A triple threat. <laughs> well, I know you're right. It's called a three-way dance. A three-way yeah. dance is, is actually an elimination match. Triple threat is actually a WWE term. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think there just needs to be something in between and we save it for revolution. I think that I think that's the right call. So now on on before we move on on a personal note, uh, my favorite part of the night not only did we get tickets to the event, but we also bought tickets to a special meet and greet they had before the show so i got to meet and have my picture taken with cody rhodes <laughs> yeah we we there got go. to be cody rhodes and i got to be a cameraman <laughs> yes yeah yeah andrew took all our pictures <laughs> and some of them also got to meet hikaru shida so it was fucking awesome, man. There we are. It, it was <laughs> that. That's a good personal moment, and actually, I'm glad that you brought that up. Cause that's my moment of the night. She did. Oh well, her, ma her match, her match, her match. Okay. We'll, no, we'll meeting her. Oh. <laughs> well, his moment is one and the same. Yeah. His <laughs> moment of the show is probably. The Sheeta match, and then his personal moment is meeting Sheeta. <laughs> so it's only right. And, and like I said, I'm glad that you did that because that's one of the things I was going to ask you once you got done with your with your moment of the night is what was your personal moment <laughs> that you liked. So now that we got both of those moments in there for Johnny, I'm going to go to Drew and get his moment of the show, and then his personal moment. Well, we just discussed it. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed the sheet of matchups. Now, now you can go into it. <laughs> yeah, now you can go into it. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed the sheet of match. Her uh, tiebreaker or rubber match with Serena Deeb. 
Yeah. And Serena comes out and she has her uh, ring jacket. Says the professor of professional wrestling. <laughs> At the time, I thought that was sure. pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a good match. Uh, but Sheeta got the win in the end. And we love Sheeta. Holy Sheeta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are only four matches because that first match took an hour. Yeah. So we didn't have a lot to choose from. Yeah, as far as the personal moment, yeah. Meeting Sheeta. It was cool. Getting her autograph. I decided I'm going to frame it. Yeah. Put a little picture yeah. of the meat in it. Me, me too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go get a, the, the picture I took. I'm going to get that printed and put it in the frame with the autograph and frame it and put it on the wall. And and, I, I, and Freddie, I don't know if uh, if Cody put it on your on your picture, but on mine he put hashtag do the work. Yeah, he put it on mine too. Okay, <laughs> because you know one thing we talked to him about is our is our uh, our podcast. So yeah, yeah, I don't know if he was doing that for everybody because <laughs> when I went up to him. I mentioned him meeting you first because you got to meet him before I did. Yeah. So I don't know if he was doing that for everybody or just because of what I talked to him about. He put the same on mine. So I'm not going to, I wasn't going to go about to go and inspect everybody's pictures. See if he also (laughs) could do the work, but yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And we've all gone with moments that have been on screen. I want to go with a moment for my moment that was actually off screen that only people that were there in the live crowd got to see. Tony Khan comes out right before the show. (laughs) No, he's 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 being Tony. He's like, this is going to be the best night ever. Like, both shows are going to be fucking amazing. And I'm just glad y'all are here for it. We wanted to bring y'all the best shit ever. And then, of course, I I don't, and like I told y'all when we were there, I don't think they had this planned. We were chanting Hook. Yeah. (laughs) So his music hits. Hook comes out. Stands on on the stage next to Tony in his hoodie, just looking like a normal teenager. And he's like, Chip. (laughs) (laughs) He's offering Tony the bag of chips he's eating. Yeah. (laughs) So Hook shrugs his shoulders and he just walks to the back. Yeah. Offers him a chips, waves, turns out, walks walks to the back. (laughs) Yeah. I, I thought that, like, Everybody got a laugh out of that. And, you know, we can go through moments of the show, but we've already gone through some of the major ones. Obviously, Danielson. Yeah. And Hangman, that was fucking top tier right there. But it was just a fun night. And I'll always remember Hook coming out and offering Tony a chip. (laughs) (laughs) 
And yeah, as far as far as a personal moment, just meeting Cody, talking to him about the podcast, and telling him that the only reason we've been going these last couple of months is because of everything that's been going down in AEW and how amazing their shows have been every single week. And he he liked when I said that. And the thing he told me was, you got to keep on going because there's still more work to do. And yeah, I mean, there's more work for AEW to do to keep us in and bringing us amazing stories. And as long as they keep on doing it the way they have, we're going to be here. Yeah, because let's face it, not, nothing's happening in WWE. No, not, nothing big is going on over there. So I wasn't lying to them when I told them that. They're the reason we're still going. And I'm fucking love it. So, yeah, pretty good moments there for winter is coming. We enjoyed the whole show. And, of course, we also got Rampage. So... To keep on going with it, I'm going to go over to Johnny and get his moment for ramping. Okay, well, I, yeah, the, when when the, Tony Khan came out twice, once uh, before Dynamite, and then I think he came out again before once before before Rampage as well. Yes, and both times he kept hyping, "This is going to be the biggest Rampage ever." And you know we're all thinking, okay, so they're gonna they have a debut on Rampage, just like with CM Punk. No, what he meant by that was because there was both an eight man match and a ten man match. <laughs> so that's what he meant by the biggest that you had like you had eighteen wrestlers in in two matches. <laughs> but no, it, it it was it was fun. The uh, the first match, uh, well, I. I, I like the first match. It was uh, the Young Bucks uh, and teaming with Adam Cole and Bobby Fish against against the best friends slash uh, Chaos slash Rapongi Vice. Uh, <laughs> so many names. <laughs> Chuck Just Taylor. Call them all best friends. That's the easiest way to do right, it. Right, <laughs> right. Chuck Taylor, Trent, uh, Orange Cassidy, and, and Rocky Romero. With Wheeler Yuta, you know he wasn't in the match, but he was just there with him. Uh, yes, this was a good match. They uh, left the most important one backstage. Never mind. Chris Stanley, yes, <laughs> yes, I know, I, I know. <laughs> uh, well, by the way, did, did y'all see the video of, of Sue lifting lifting weights? No, I did not. Oh, well, she she's really. I mean, she should like lifting lifting the bar. And Trent goes, up, Trent, Trent goes up there. He's like, "What are you doing?" He said, I, "She said I'm getting ready." I said, "Getting ready for what? For the for the bugs." <laughs> I mean, we did get some food chance. Yeah, so, yeah. But I mean, this yeah. was Trent's first match, official match since his. Yes, so. yeah, it was and. Uh, you know, Trent and Rocky Romero did used to be in a, a fac, uh, faction called uh, Rapongi Vice, and they, they got the team up here and do uh, re, reunite their rekindle their rivalry with the Young Bucks that they had in, in New Japan. Uh, and 
it was a uh, yeah, it was it was a good match. Uh, got to see uh, Bobby Fish do a Falcon Arrow from the top rope. He seems to seems like that's one of his one of his signature moves that he he does uh, he does every time. Uh, we saw uh, another face off with Adam Cole and Orange Cassidy, which we're going to get that match next week. Can't wait for that. Huh. And I loved when Orange Cassidy gave Adam Cole the kiss after they pulled out the bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just, uh, it was just, it was great. It was, it was a, it was a great match, and the best friends got the win. Trent actually got the pin. Yeah. Well, he's in the best friends. So. <laughs> well, I know, but it's first match back. He gets the pin. Good for him. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's a really good move for him. And and, and you know, they they did play the different music when he was when he when they came out. They came out to Orange Cassidy's, uh, you know, Pixies uh, song, uh, music. And when Trent won, they they played the Best Friends music. Yeah, I know a lot of people are reading way too much into it, and they're saying, "Is this teasing like a breakup or something?" I still think it's too soon for that. I've heard that too, and I no, I don't, I don't see that right now. No, no, they're gonna ride the wave because because of Trent's injury, uh, they had a lot going on whenever he got injured. So there's still a lot that they're gonna do with the best friends together. I'm not saying the breakup won't happen, but it's not happening right now. Right, and plus now, now that they're a part of chaos, we still got You know, we've seen Ishii. Now we get, we still have, we still have to see Okada. I told yeah. Freddie, I said, I, I said, when whenever that coin drop hits in AEW, uh, I, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna lose it, lose my mind, because Okada will be in AEW. That's good. Could that right. be one of the things that happens in these next couple of weeks? Oh. Could be. We'll have to wait and see. Most definitely we will. Also, Trent has his last name back. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's now uh, once again Trent Breda. And I think actually that was that that was um for some reason I think WWE has his last name trademarked. Because he was he was in WWE at one time as Trent Barrera, and I, I hate to bring this up, but I don't know he had a, a like his his best known feud was against John Cena, <laughs> mm. which didn't last long, but still. Uh, but yeah, it's good to see that he's now Trent Barrera again. Hell yeah! I'm glad to see that he was able to work it and get his name back. So. Yeah, that was a really good match. <laughs> All of them here were. But to keep it going, I'm going to go to Drew and see what his favorite moment of Rampage was. <laughs> like you don't know. <laughs> the well, there's, only, there's only three to choose from. <laughs> right. <laughs> we had a submission match between Ty Conti and Penelope Ford. You don't always pick the girls. Come on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was a great, great match. Ty gets the win. He gets knocked the fuck out, but 
with the brass knuckles, so you know it's not over. No, it's not. <laughs> so yeah. We'll, we'll see where this goes. Yeah, definitely not over, but I love that we got to see Penelope Ford out there as well because she's just cute. And the bunny. And the bunny. All the girls just, <laughs> wow. Trust me, we got plenty of pictures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I just really like Eddie Kingston and how he likes to talk so much shit. But he can back it up. Yeah, and he'll back it up. So yeah, the promo before the match, uh Eddie's like you assholes always run in your mouth and fucking this and that and I can't take your shit anymore. I'm just going to meet you all in the ring. So he walks off and leaves Penta and everybody else over there. Just kind of like, okay, what the fuck is wrong with Eddie? He's way too hype. (laughs) They go a little bit back and forth in between. And then Eddie comes back in and he's like, y'all are still going? What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Let's get to the ring and do this shit. So, yeah, it just the lead up to the match was fucking hilarious and just Eddie's energy. And it, it showed in the match a lot of Eddie chants going on that kind of dominated yeah. for the whole match. Yeah. Yeah, it was just amazing to be there. And, and it, it's. It's funny that at at the beginning of the show, because we got an, an hour of dark elevation matches before Dynamite, and uh, Nyla Rose was in a a, a six man match, a six woman match. Excuse me. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you had it right first time. Oh, I'm sorry. Shit. You're on that line, bro. Five women. Oh no, no, no. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay, no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, she was in a six-woman match, and of course, Vicky was out there with her. And the, and after the match, the crowd started chanting, Eddie, Eddie. And, you know, we're thinking, well, Vicky's out there. It's probably just Eddie Guerrero chants, because people still do Eddie Guerrero chants everywhere. Yeah. But no, what it was, was they were chanting because Eddie, Eddie Kingston had gone out to commentary. <laughs> so they were chanting for Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Just the name Eddie by itself, because of Eddie Guerrero, it's it's a it's a high name to live up to. And, but I think Eddie Eddie Kingston's doing great work. And yeah, he's he's making the Eddie name proud. I know normally when people say, "Oh, you're making so and so name proud," it's normally a last name. But he's doing the same thing for the name Eddie. Like, keeping it going in the wrestling world and doing amazing work. Yeah, it's keeping that name alive. And we're never going to forget Eddie Guerrero. But Eddie Kingston is doing some amazing shit. So, Because I know I said I wasn't so sure of him whenever he came into AEW. But... Yeah, he's a scrappy motherfucker, and I love that shit. So, enjoyed the match. It was fucking amazing, and just 
Eddie out there, Penta, Ray Phoenix. It was just fucking awesome. So, hell yeah. I fucking love that match. So, all in all, it was a fun night. I know we were <laughs> worn out for a couple of days. It took a little bit to recover because we go to work real early in the morning. Yeah, we actually made it into work. <laughs> yeah, we made it into work. Some of us had no choice, but we're not going to get into that subject. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but that though, you know, credit to AEW because that last show in July went five and a half hours <laughs> yeah. from six to eleven thirty. This one went for, for just over four hours from six to six, like ten oh five or whatever it was. Like but, 10, yeah, after Punk talk, I think it was like ten fifteen. Yeah, yeah. CM Punk closed out the show, and he. And he, I think he ended the, the night uh, appropriately with the last three words. He said, let's fucking go. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and just everybody we got to see, man, being able to see Adam Cole in AEW was fucking amazing. Yeah. Seeing CM Punk again. Seeing oh, Brian Daniels in AEW. Yeah. Just seeing everything that just three to four years ago wouldn't have been possible to see. We're lucky to have AEW right now. If it wasn't for them, like I told Cody, who knows how this world would be? Who knows if anyone would be talking about right now? We, we, would, we wouldn't have a podcast. No, we wouldn't. And that's what I told Cody, and it's it's I don't lie. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for AEW. So lots of credit to them, like we always do. But <laughs> I just can't wait for them to come around again. I know we were just there, but <laughs> I already want to go again. Well, it looks like it's going to be December, July, December, July, December, July. So yeah, because the first <laughs> the first time they came around in twenty nineteen was in December, and I think and I think if it wasn't for the pandemic, they would have come back in the summer twenty twenty. So yeah. yeah, and then they they were here in July this year in December. So yeah, yeah, but whenever they're here next, we're going to be there. We're never going to fail them. And they're never going to fail us from the looks of it. So, hell yeah, man. It was an amazing week. And there's no way to top off an amazing week. Only like this, though. It is time. Come the brain. Oh, me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's your cue. That's I know. I was just looking through my questions, see if it's one I wanted to ask. He's looking at the cheetah picture again. He's distracted. <laughs> I feel that. I get distracted as well. Okay. Jake Snake Roberts. He had a good career in WWE and WCW. In those two companies, how many championships did he win? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to uh, call out on this one. Not, not that many. I'm going to say not that many. 
because I don't think he ever won a title in WWF. Well, it could be wrong. He could have been an Intercontinental title, a champion. I'm going to go with three. Your first instinct was correct. He never won a title in either company. <laughs> oh, what the it's amazing for such a career and such a long stable in both companies that he never got a championship in either company. And and I mean, there's there's <laughs> I know there's a lot of great wrestlers though that never that never won. Roddy Piper never won, never won the the, the big one. Yeah, yeah, but he held others, didn't he? Yeah, I think he was an Intercontinental Time champion. Yeah, yeah, but um, I mean, well, there's a lot that that they never won the world title, but yeah, uh, so never win a tag title, Intercontinental title, right, or WWF. And I, 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 I guess three because I honestly don't remember Jake Robertson WCW. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, look, if there's anything we know, and this is also because of AEW, is that there's always a chance. He could, I mean, there's still time for the seniors division title. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we haven't seen him in a while. I mean, that's because Sled Talker's been out, but but yeah, he'll he'll be back. Yeah, he will be back. So yeah, this is the perfect chance. Yeah. (laughs) So you say there's a chance. So you say there's a chance. (laughs) Yeah, there is. (laughs) This is the perfect way to end an amazing week. We're lucky, like I said. So to everyone that went there, to the messages that I've gotten on Twitter. To all of our new followers that we got because of it, we appreciate every single one of you. Uh, We hope you all had as much fun as we did. If you have any questions or comments, like always, wrestling has lost its way at yahoo.com or wrestling has lost its way on Facebook. And, yeah, we're going to be here next weekend, give you our thoughts of the week, see what surprises happens because, obviously, there's – some surprises that are going to be happening in the next couple weeks. So until then, hope everybody enjoys the rest of their weekend, and we will talk to you all then. Also, continue to pass the word around about us. Like like I said before, we got some uh, some ideas of some things that we can do in the new year. And uh, But in order to do that, we need followers and eventually subscribers. Yes. So yeah, continue to pass the word along, uh, and uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and hope everyone has a merry Christmas and happy holiday because we're probably not gonna do a podcast till next Sunday, so <laughs> the day after Christmas. So yeah. so yeah, so happy holidays. See you. Happy next holidays week. to everyone, and we'll talk to y'all then. Happy holidays and check you later. <laughs>